Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a girl who got ghosted over Snapchat, another girl who wants to date a coworker, and a dude trying to make the first move during the first year of college. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it works here, baby. You listen to the podcast. You tell your friends. You go back and listen again, and we keep putting them out. The circle of life. We have ads on here. You can go help our sponsors and help us via the sponsors and that's how this whole thing works i bend over with my nuts out of the back of my legs and you feather them up and then i feather your nuts with the sweet sounds of papa jt the wizard of haas the prince of promos that's right every tuesday and friday i come to you singing with your emails, your stories, your questions. And it means a lot. I'm out seeing this great country of ours. I'm doing this Snapchat show. Go watch. If you're, I mean, don't do the thing. Here's what everyone does. I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I got a show on Snapchat. It's called How Low Will You Go? It's the fastest, most fun five-minute video that you're ever going to watch. They told me. The people from Snapchat, we have the analytics. We got the lytics, baby. People are watching. If they watch, they finish it. It's got like a 77% retention rate. You know how hard that is in this day and age for a five-minute video? You ever shown someone a video and they just turn off midway through? I mean, even my stories, the drop-off by the end is precipitous. Yes, precipitous. Yeah. That's the, and that's the truth. You see people just, you can watch the, the, the little picture in the, you know, of who's watching drop off. It's like 300 to 7. 7. So this, this video, these How Low Will You Go episodes are quite literally crushing it. So get involved. Every Tuesday from the school that I just visited, I was at Old Miss, I wrote a little, uh, I do these things on my Instagram, at Jared Freed, where I do a little uh, review. I love doing the plane, th- I call it plane thoughts because I'm usually on the plane coming home. And the reason I, I love doing it is because I don't give a fuck. This is the thing. Everybody lives in this world right now where everyone thinks they care too much about the things they say. We all say shit. We don't care what we're fucking talking about. I don't care. I don't care. That's right. That's right. I don't give a shit. I don't come to your school and go, I hope this school sucks. I come to your school to go, I hope this is the most fun fucking place on earth. I hope it is Thunderdome. I hope... Yeah, penises flying everywhere, guns going off. I want to come to your school, and I want to be so blown away that I literally cum my pants. I want give me the cum my pants experience. That's what I'm talking about. Because I, I go to these schools, and so I do these write-ups, and the Notre Dame people weren't happy, Shelby. They weren't happy to hear that their school 
is, you know, and also a lot of these reviews come down to, you know, just the timing of when I'm going. Texas A&M, what a beautiful time I had at Texas A&M because they're not great yet, so they don't think they're great. In Notre Dame, it's uh, synonymous with colleges. That is the college, that is the, uh, Tony Kornheiser always calls it the University of College Football in America. That's America's college football team from a certain era. So it's like you're going to a museum. It's not Rudy anymore. Well, that's the problem is that follow the money at all turns. Always follow the money because now college football is such a moneymaker that these other schools are like, well, we better fucking have the best football team. So Notre Dame, you're now competing with way more people in this in this market. So Texas A&M, which I, I found out, someone told me, like, I'm, I'm hearing half information, but that Texas A&M has, like, the largest donorship right now because the team's in vogue. They want to win. They need to win. I think they're, like, they have the most valuable, even though they're, you think Alabama with the titles, but it's A&M. No, but this is the thing. You need motivation. Yeah. So the Texas A&M people, they're motivated to win, but they also don't sit there and tell you how great they are. They're like, we party. The girls there are cute. It's a, it's, it's a nice scene there. Then you go to Ole Miss. Ole Miss is the fucking South. This was, like, I'm from, the, I'm as Northeast I guess as it gets, like I have, I admit, I have Midwest in me. My mom's from the Midwest, so like I, I've been going to the Midwest my whole life. But at the same time, like I'm a Northeast guy. It is mind blowing when you go to Oxford from Mississippi. Like the buildings look, you know the, you know uh, in Back to the Future, where they go back to the, the like they go back to 1950 whatever fuck they go yeah. to. And you're like, oh, it looks like a movie set. It almost looks too pristine. Like, it looks like the, the houses all look like it's the 50s. That's kind of how Oxford looks. You're like, oh, my God, I'm in a movie about the South. It looks like a movie set. And then people are the, in the, I mean, I'm kind of referencing the thing I wrote for my plane thoughts. But um, just the, it is a family reunion. Generational. And then you go to, to the Grove on Saturday. The Grove is where they do all the the tailgating and it's 10 acres and the 10 acres are just filled with tents and every tent is some family's living room moved out to this to the grove tv huge spread it kind of felt like you were at your friend's graduation party that went off the rails I was going to say, it's the Connecticut of colleges. It, it feels very <laughs> Connecticut. Yeah, it does. It kind of felt like, you know, uh, let me bring in our guest, because I, I think he'll have something to say about this. Very excited. A return guest, an OKP, original key player, Chris Scopo. Thanks, Thank you for coming buddy. on. Thanks for having me. Good Appreciate to have it. you. All of you, so funny. You guys are going to love him if you don't already. At Chris Scopo on Twitter and Instagram. At Chris Scopo on Twitter and Instagram. You've been to some college football games. Honestly, I've been to one big one. Which one did you go to? Penn State. Because mm. I, uh, I went to a small D1 school, and we were not good. Where'd we you go? Sacred Heart University. Sacred Heart. That's in Jersey? Fairfield, Connecticut. Fairfield, Connecticut. Close. Okay. Bridgeport, though. So we weren't like Connecticut, Connecticut. I, uh, we were in the, the ghetto. The rough part. Yeah. See, I went to Penn State. And that's why I think a lot of people are like, well, you're comparing it. No, 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 no. I come into these schools, and I go... Let me see, let, you know, give me the goods. Yeah. I don't care if you're better than Penn State. We're, I thought, oh, Penn State, I'm, I think I'm going to be the hardest on because I'm going there for Penn State, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be the hardest on them because... You know, you know what's happened back in the past. Well, this like, Let's is, see if it changed a little bit. <laughs> this, is the, this is the issue with any 
you know, bigger, stronger, faster. When yeah. I went there. Yeah. So I want to, I try to avoid that. I used to hate that. That's why I think a lot of fraternities get in trouble. It's because they go, well, when I pledged, it was this, this, and that. Yeah. And you're like, no, no, no. That was because it was you. It always rains harder when you're in the rain. You know, it's not, oh, it, when you're inside, you're going, well, I had it harder back in my yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I think I'll be hard on Penn State, but I'm, I'm interested to see what's happened since I've been gone. Um, but Ole Miss, the thing about Penn State and the reason I thought Ole Miss is probably the best college football tailgate I've ever seen is because the largeness of it and the organization. Was of it, it the tailgate or the craziness? So you, like, you got to go with the, the crazy factor see, of see, kids. See, crazy factor wasn't... It, here's yeah. the, here's where it becomes nuanced. That's why it's Connecticut, because it's the, put together. It's put together. It definitely wasn't the craziest. I've, I've seen... Yeah. I mean, when we went to Alabama, Penn State went, played against Alabama. We went to Alabama, and it, tur- it looked like Rocky Horror Picture Show, because <laughs> it was like the Penn State people looked like all the, the, the cross-dressers. Yeah. And then like, the, the Alabama just looked like you know the, the dads, and, and we were just like dancing, us playing like house music. While they're playing like oh you know country road, so okay. it's um, it definitely wasn't the craziest. It was the biggest, most functional tailgate I've ever seen. Because again, you have that family factor where it's a whole family mm-hmm. coming together, and the mom is in charge of your I, food. I was talking to a girl one time, and she went to Ole Miss, and she goes, "Come down for Ole Miss party. Everyone goes." Like all the alum guy to go back on Saturday. Everyone goes, and that's the thing. You'd look at these tents, and you'd look in the tent. There's Mama Bear, Papa yeah. Bear, Grandmama, you know, Grandpa. You know, I think that slows it down, though. If you're a kid, you're like, I can't get fucking crazy but in front it, of my mom. It gets, it changes the dynamic because now you have the dad talking to the son. They're both fucked up, and mm-hmm. they're both trying to keep it together for each other. Not saying it doesn't get crazy. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying there were certain tents that you were like, this is the tent. Like, we, uh, the fucking producer on the show, he did a fucking, you know, head in the bucket and then <laughs> chugged a beer. Like, he got into it. So, like, I, I do know that there's craziness, but it's just not... It wasn't like, oh, my God, the school might burn down today. Yeah. It was, oh, my God... Mom's getting wasted. Okay. But on a scale that was unbelievable to me. I mean, it was just hot as hell, humid. So Ole Miss, fantastic school. Definitely the biggest, most organized tailgate I've ever seen. You know what it felt like for the New York City listeners? The Hunt. Have you ever been to The Hunt? Which, it's really? called The Race at Far Hill. So there's this, there's this horse race that's every fall in New Jersey, and it's called The Hunt, and you can buy, rent out a lot with your friends or with a family and the lot will be catered and you can get levels of the lot. So your lot is like a, you know, eight foot by 20 foot, you know, whatever the, the size of it is. And you get like, let's say you get like uh, 500 square feet in your lot. Mm-hmm. And then they'll, you can go to someone, they'll be like, Hey, we want, you know, we want the stir, the, the steno cups. We want the, the burners with the, you know, chicken fingers and you can get levels or you can be like, oh, I just want the chips. Yeah. You know, and that was kind of what it reminded. It reminded me of that injected with a thousand pounds of fucking cocaine. Yeah. You know, okay. so it I was. I just went to Belmont Steaks with my, my Queens trash friends. We didn't even bring any food. Yeah. <laughs> just beer. See, this is the thing. This is, this is the thing. Like, my buddy used to be like, Penn State could be, a tailgate at Penn State could be 10 dudes uh, uh, surrounding a case of beer. And I was like, yeah, that is yeah, what yeah, a Penn yeah. State tailgate could be. That could never exist at Ole Miss. No, you no, would no. be laughed away. And that was the thing. 
I think if you're a 22-year-old person listening to 20, if you're 25 and below and your team plays Ole Miss, just get there. Get there however you can. Get the $250 flight to Memphis. Then get a, uh, get a rental car. Do it with your buddies. So You'll figure a, it out. There's a lot of food there. They, they, they grill it's, and stuff? No no grills. No grills, No really? grills. So it's just these tables that are... That's why it reminded me of like a graduation party. Just okay. tables with a lot of like Walmart platters. Okay, because I was going to say, I think that the mom and the dads would be like, oh, we're going to grill. No. We're going to sober is, up a little bit. They're like... The mom and dads are like Friday. They're, they're cooking up stuff to bring with them. For the next week. Okay. So for the next day. So mm-hmm. that's what the... Di- so you have to be prepared. So if you're 25 and above, you're not going to have the energy the 25 and below people have. 25 and below, go. You have to go to Ole Miss. Texas A&M, uh, I wouldn't run there, but I, I think it was I had a fabulous time. Notre Dame, don't fucking go. Um, it's Notre Dame has that Catholic presence about it still. It's like, oh, we're proper. Well, ooh, ooh. you know... They, Notre Dame just has a lot going bad. I, I, I don't see it. It's not a destination anymore. They don't have a good relationship with South Bend, apparently. So there's no real area. What you want when you go, like if I was planning a bachelor party and, my, mm-hmm. and, I, and I went to Penn State, was playing Ole Miss, that's where I do the bachelor party. Okay. Like Because girls are there. Uh, the festivities that are going on are there. The game, I would get tickets. I wouldn't even get tickets to the game. I go to the barter in the game. And 25 and below, you can hustle that. You can be like, you can put on a funny face and, and walk, talk your way into a tent mm. and believe in yourself enough. 25 and above, and you're with a group of people, you want to sit. Uh, <laughs> I, a lawn I, chair? I, wanna, a lawn I chair. want a chair. Uh. What I would say, what I would need if I'm 25 and above and I was to do a batch party at Ole Miss where my team is playing. Yeah. Your team has to be playing them. I'm there with no team, and I, at least I have a reason. You're there for show. work, basically. Yeah, but yeah. I could always say, I'm here with Snapchat. I'm here with yeah, the, the, yeah, you know yeah. whatever. So they, 25 and above, I think this is a great idea. There should be... People at colleges renting themselves out as party Sherpas. So, like, you... <laughs> like, just Van Wilders? Yes. So, I'm saying, like, if I was at Ole Miss and I was an entrepreneurial you whatever... Stay, stay there a couple of years? Every Saturday, I would be like, okay, I will set up a tent, like an Airbnb for the tailgate. Mm-hmm. So, you could, like, hire me to get your tent ready. Because the tent, since there's 10 acres, which sounds like a lot to anyone listening... But that means the space is commoditized because there's only a certain amount. So Friday night, people set up their tents and pay other people to set up their tents. I would be like, hey, I got if you got 10 dudes, mm. I'll make you look like an old Miss fan. OK, you know, like I'll and, set it up properly. I'll set it yeah. up properly. I'll get you in the middle of the, I'll have you at a good spot. It would, and, you know, with anything, this kind of ruins, <laughs> you know, how great of a place Ole Miss is because now you get like random <laughs> fucking Boston guys showing up and being like, what up? Fuck your place. You're like, going to monetize it. You're going to monetize it. Yeah, we're going to monetize it. I'm, I'm sitting there looking at it like, how do I create the business? That's why you're, you're always going to be good, Jared. Yeah, you're looking right? at it, you're like, I can make money out of this. I, I know what I'm doing. I can figure out. The, the business around it is to like, because I went to the store, I got some old Miss hat. I'm wearing it now. Um, it's uh, <laughs> Everyone gets an old Miss hat with you, the $200 what I'm you saying. get. Yeah. Give you. <laughs> we'll have this food. You can upsell. You'll be like, oh, if you want the chicken fingers, you got to go up yeah, this yeah. much. If you want hot food versus cold food. And the thing is, what you want to do when you go to these college uh, destinations, if you're not a fan of one of the teams, 
You just want to blend in to be a part of the fun. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I go in doing. And uh, I, I got to say, I, I loved Ole Miss this week. Oregon, here we come, baby. The Ducks. The Ducks. Mm. So I'm excited about Oregon. I want to know how, because like the North, this side of the country, yeah. I think parties a certain way. Sure. I don't know how the left side parties, the, the West Coast. Are they, <laughs> that, I, that's do they the most, more, are they more weed? That's the most east coast thing yeah i'm like are they, <laughs> how does the left side of the country do it yeah, yeah. i don't know i'm i'm excited if I, i've been to oregon before i've done a, i did a live podcast from there okay um and we weren't allowed to release it because they were like we're fra- it was a from a fraternity and they were just like we don't want they're like it thanks crazy? for coming we had a blast it okay. was great um but then i i'm excited to see i'm excited to see what a football game day looks like um i think it'll be fun and Who we'll see the Sanford. Oh, that's a big game. So it'll be a good game. Yeah. It'll be fun. Pat ten. Um, so I'm excited. I'm also going to be at Laughs in Seattle. If you're listening right now, we're doing shows around these Snapchat dates. I'm going to be at Laughs in Seattle uh, the 23rd, the night of the 23rd, seven o'clock show. Come on out. Um, I'm also going to be at Hilarities in Cleveland on the 30th after the Penn State game, and then we start really rolling. Um, I'm going to be in Newport, Rhode Island with the Rogue Island Comedy Festival on Thursday, October 4th, and then Miami the 5th, and then Chicago the 7th through 10th. So come on out, come on out, come on out. Uh, These shows have been fun. I'm usually pretty fucking exhausted, and we have a good time. Chris? As I say, you're the Joe Rogan of college football games. That's right. You just go there, party, have to do a show. And then do a show. This is is the whole thing we're doing. So Hopefully Oregon makes you cream those jeans. I mean, I'm hoping for a gene cream experience. That's the the JCE is what I'm looking for. Gene cream experience. Um, Chris Scopo, at Chris Scopo on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, go support. You uh, do a show. We had Alex Pavone. Mm-hmm. on this show recently. recently he was great great guest did he promote the tour at all he promoted the podcast you the guys podcast. have a podcast yeah. called sweet buddies sweet buddies it's the three of we are, me alex Pavone, mike albanese we okay. all live, we all live together in a you know i would say shitty apartment in Astoria. i've been to the apartment oh yeah that's right yeah, that's, we, right. We, that's we the best a, when you need to film something you need a shitty apartment yeah. i was like i got one for you we found <laughs> it we looked at <laughs> we go this is perfect this is good yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah uh we you know we we, we it's like we're brothers basically living in a house mm. together because we argue about everything. Okay. Well, Alex, me and Pavone argue about everything because we're just two sports fanatics mm-hmm. who like to gamble. So we just Perfect. argue constantly about stuff. Mike is like the guy. It's like, oh, let's do musicals. And we call him gay. <laughs> okay. That's it. Perfect. Sounds uh, like a great <laughs> dynamic. Yeah. So Sweet Buddies, it comes out what, what day of the every week? Every Thursday. So every Thursday, go check out Sweet Buddies with Chris Scopo, Alex Pavone, and Mike Albanese. And you guys are going on a tour. Yes. We start at the Red Clay Comedy Festival. Red Clay Comedy Festival. And now, are you guys doing live podcasts or just stand-up? No, we're just doing stand-up. This, okay. is, just the, uh, this is just the tour. We're going to so do Sweet some Sweet Buddies. Like, it's all your friends. Yeah. From the Sweet Buddies podcast, mm-hmm. we'll be performing live at the Red Clay we Comedy. Just, yeah, well, the Red Clay is where we start. That's a festival, so we're only going to do, like, it's like shorter sets, 10, 15-minute mm-hmm. sets. Then when we start going on the tour, we're doing, uh, like each doing half hours every Go, night. Okay. So just, where are you going? We Let's go, hear We got uh, Aurora Theater. Uh, a theater. Theater. Smoke. How big is this podcast, buddy? I'm telling you, it's huge. It's huge. It's I huge. had no idea. It's a huge this, 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 oh my god! Okay, watch out. It's coming for <laughs> okay. you. Okay, Aurora, where? Aurora, uh, Georgia. Aurora, Georgia. Lawrenceville, Georgia. Lawrenceville, Georgia. Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville, North Carolina. I've heard that's a very crunchy spot. Oh yeah. That is like 
that's like the Cal Berkeley of the East, right? I don't know what Cal, Cal, okay. Cal Berkeley you, yeah, is. Yeah, I should have figured. You called it the but left side of the country. I went so, to fucking Sacred Heart with 5,000 kids. Okay, <laughs> so Asheville, North Carolina. And then, then where? Uh, if if the uh, Dead Crow Comedy Dead Club Crow. is still around, they were doing Dead <laughs> if Crow. It's, if the storm didn't take it out, we're going to Dead we're Crow. Dead Crow. Uh, we got Jacksonville, North Carolina. Jayville, Jacksonville. Richmond, Virginia. Where? Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, the, the Spiders. The Funny Bone in Richmond, Virginia. Uh... Cattlesburg Brewery. Then we come back. We then after that we come back to the Northeast. We got Helium, Fairfield Comedy Club, Philly Comedy Club, and AC. So you guys are driving this whole thing. We're yeah, we're driving Atlanta. We go to all around Nashville, North Carolina, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Then we're coming back up here. You guys got to be doing podcasts from the. Oh, car. we're doing podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a great. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, last year they went on a tour together, and I couldn't. Okay. So now all three of us are going to How do you go. feel about calling it a tour? What do you what, what do we think about this? Buddy, this is what they told me. <laughs> this is what they told me. <laughs> this is what they told me to do. I booked I mean, one you, show for this thing. You and Metallica are yeah. both touring. Don't you feel a little ridiculous? I didn't want to say it's a tour. <laughs> I was going to say it's an adventure. We're doing an adventure. Uh, an adventure. I like that better. Because you don't have a tour manager. No, no. The manager's Albanese. It's That's not. Yeah, so... <laughs> They say it's a I tour. hear all these things. Sometimes you see someone that like you know this is very inside comedy, but sometimes you'll see someone post on Instagram, "We're going on tour," and you're like, yeah. "Dude, what? You posted this from Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah. Your tour? It's like really Aerosmith has a tour. Yeah, they're Aerosmith going, they're has going a to tour. Europe. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to in fucking a car. Asheville, North Carolina. You're going to be in a fart-filled car oh, yeah. for three weeks. I mean, we do have an SUV. So okay, okay. I mean... So, okay. But, I mean, it'll be fun. It sounds like a blast. Oh, I mean, yeah. We're going to... And you guys are all hilarious and everyone... Here's the thing. You don't know... You, you know, I had this girl... I mean, this is... We're, we'll, uh-huh. How much time this are we is, this into is this podcast? This is deep. This is deep. <laughs> you took a long 23 breath. minutes in. 23 minutes in. I'll tell a quick story. But I I, I mean, the, let me just help. If you're hearing this being like, I'm in Asheville, North Carolina right now. Chris, I don't know who he is. You're going to go. This is a fun night. Tickets, mm-hmm. what are they? Like 10 bucks. 10 bucks, okay? To have a night that's different than the night you would have done anyway. Mm-hmm. So Go to sweetbuddiespod.com. That has all the dates yeah, there. And you can the buy tickets. There. So sweetbuddiespod.com. Not saying you can't get after it after the show. Like, well, come to the, the show. Come to the get show. After this, is a, this is a big fun take thing. Take us out. But take us out. <laughs> buy go. me drinks. Yeah. Buy a ticket. Then Hang buy out with us. We don't know what's going but on. I always tell people, like, tonight I'm going to be at Pink's, and that's Mayron Kagani's show, which I've promoted here on the show. Mm-hmm. And I've had people message me over DM or Twitter being like, I went to the Pink show. And I go, that's so cool to me because I used to work, you know, selling life insurance and like I would do the same things every week. I'd, you know, go to work all week, go to my, you know, then the weekend come, watch a football game, pass out at 6 p.m., maybe fuck, maybe not, mm-hmm. goodbye, back to work. And it's like these are things that are different and fun that if you're listening here, you can bring a friend and go, I know this thing. Mm-hmm. Now you know something someone else doesn't. In the wor- in the world of the internet where the great depressing part is that we're all very much alike. This is a way to say, "Hey, I got a fun thing to bring you to." So yeah. go to sweetbuddiespod.com, check out all the dates at Chris Scoble. Let's get to the emails. But I, I in reference it, to that, I was in Mississippi. Okay. Girl comes up to me off the I'm walking around with the producers of the show and the director and we're all, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to get dinner. Girl comes up to me, she goes, "Are you the guy from Betches. Ooh. And I go, I am. 
And she goes, oh, my God. And she was so nice and sweet. And I go, it's nice to meet you. What's your name? And I, I always do the same, same thing. And, and this yeah, yeah, isn't. You got to do what's your name. You got to act your name? like I'm Chris. Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, you're nice enough to. Re- and I understand that that is a vulnerable moment. Where you feel like, ah, I look this way, I, I see you on Instagram story. Like, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. I go, hey, what's your name? Nice to meet you. Thank you so much. I'm happy you're enjoying this stuff. And then that's a nice interaction. She's with this friend. The friend has no idea who I am. Which, can I tell the people listening, that's okay? Yeah. More people don't know me than know me. Oh, of course. So, so, yeah. then, like, what are you, Kevin Hart out of here? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, no, I'm nobody. Okay, so, but the other girl goes, I don't know who you are. And I go, that's okay. Yeah. And I'm looking at the girl. The girl's still like kind of freaking out. She was like, no, it's so we got to take a picture together. And the friend, she's going to give her friend the camera. And the friend will not even take the camera. She's going, I don't know who. Oh, just a bitch. And, the, and I, now I'm fighting with the friend while talking to the girl who likes me, like who enjoys my stuff. So I'm going, thank you, thank you. And I go, what, you can't know somebody? It's okay. It's okay. Let your friend mm-hmm. enjoy this moment. Let me enjoy this moment. I'm like yelling at the friend. You should be like, I don't know you. Well, she kept looking at me going, well, um, this is weird. And I'm going, it's not weird. You don't know me. She knows me. Different story. And then I'm looking at her going, thank you so much. And she goes, well, I don't know. And I go, haven't, she goes, well, uh, sorry, I don't know you. I go, it's okay. you shouldn't know me. It's nice that your friend does. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> now I look like a fucking insane person because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fighting with one while being nice to the other. And I'm like, just have an interaction. You got that Jekyll and Hyde thing going on. You're fucking like, Fuck nuts. you. You're nice. Yeah. I like you as a person. Yeah. It's not like it was like you're from some crazy, like, oh, this is the guy who has the Guinness record for juggling the most. It's like, no, he's she, just a comedian. She, she turned to her and goes, she goes, you know, he's like on Betch's Instagram stories. And it was as if she was speaking Chinese to this girl. The girl was going, well, what's up, Betch's? And it's like, you don't know shit. It's so, sometimes mm-hmm. you don't know. And it's fine. You're out. She's in. And it's like, people, everyone can't believe that they're out. You're out, bitch. Podcast at gmail.com. That got to you a little bit. That I'm was, annoyed because got- I, her, her face is tattooed to my soul. Because uh, I'm looking at the other girl going, wow, this is so nice. I'm Everything that girl did for you and how great it was, it was just ruined by ruined. that girl. I, I go, I, in my mind, I'm going, look at this. Eight years ago, I started with a dream. Kid, I'm from Needham, Massachusetts. I come to Oxford, Mississippi, the middle of nowhere, and a girl has a connection with me that goes, I've laughed at your stuff before. I've enjoyed it. And I'm going, wow, my heart is like totally warmed. And then this fucking bitch, I don't know you. And it's like, let us have our thing. Mm-hmm. You're on the outside. Let's do the emails. Podcast at gmail.com. We got some great emails today. Podcast at gmail.com. Do we want to announce our winner before we go to the emails? We should do that. Let's do that. We All did right. a contest, uh, the Feather My Nuts special, we'll call it, and basically we wanted to get us up the rank. Did we get a lot of comments on? We got a ton of them. Oh, really? It worked? So we wanted to see, we wanted to get more people commenting on the Apple iTunes page. So to do that... We said, write your most descriptive feather my nuts thing, uh, uh, comment on the J Train podcast page, and then we will reward the winner with a feather hat to represent Feather Nation. Shelby, we'll read the winner's, uh, disc- you read the winner's, should we put some background music on this or something? It's a little short one. Okay, so this is, <laughs> so never mind. The winner 
Um, and the, whoever the winner is, DM me letting me know you're the winner, and we'll get you sent this hat. So go, Shelby. The five-star review by Timmy A. Timmy A. J-Train Podcast is the best podcast online. Jared Freed keeps it real, honest, and genuine. Big fan of his podcast, and I would recommend it to everyone. J-Train, J-Train, J-Train. That was the winner? Yeah, I was going to say that was kind of weak. I thought there was a whole, we're going to describe feathering my nuts. We wanted a whole thing. I think that was the best one. That was the best. <laughs> <laughs> For real? Wait, so feathering my nuts is just complimenting you? Yeah, there was. Oh. <laughs> I guess. I, I thought there was going to be like a big, you know, I what, what type so- of feather, where I was, where I was, how naked I was, what my balls looked like. I thought it was just like a, you're like talking about feathering your own nuts and like, like describing it or something like that i talk about what i've done in the past is i talk about how good it feels that someone recommends the podcast or dms me or tweets me with them listening and i go and i describe how it feels like we're out in a dewy meadow and i'm completely naked and they're just taking a feather and grazing oh so you just want compliments you narcissist no what i wanted was their description of how the podcast feathers their nuts and maybe they could. Th- I was giving them creative liberty. Mm-hmm. Timmy A, not so that creative. Timmy A, uh, I guess you know you win. But <laughs> 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 um, uh, Timmy A, message me on Instagram once you hear this, and we'll get you your hat. Even though, whatever. Let's do some emails at Chris Scopo here, sweetbuddiespod.com to see. Uh, I'm on tour. My art adventure. Let's do that. On your adventure. adventure. I don't mean to call you. I just I, no. It's tour. honestly it wasn't a tour. It's a tour. It's, it's call a tour. it. Fine. It's, it's it's quick. It's easy. That's like what you know. It's like being a fitness model on Instagram. You're oh, softcore yeah. porn. Yeah. You know. Gotta, I went to I do I go to the gym three times a week. I know what I'm doing. There you go. Hey, uh, how should I fuck date my coworker? This is a female email. All right. <laughs> I'm 27, single, and I've been working for a tech company in a major Canadian city for the last three years. Oh, and I have a huge crush on my coworker. Background, he works in sales, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> selling that pussy to you. So, yeah, he's got that dick salesman. <laughs> I worked in a closely related department where we would occasionally run into each other. Now I've recently moved to another department and don't have any excuse to really speak with him besides the lady boner I'm trying to conceal. Since it's a tech company, we have regular social outings and trips. Everyone is pretty young at the company. I'm friends with some of the women on this team, so we've been in the same place socially before, but never really had a chance to uh, had any specific conversation of our own, except for once at a baseball game where we bonded over an adorable dog and our legs touched. Gasp. <laughs> if a dude wrote that, he would be thrown into prison. Our legs, like, our legs like, touch. She writes our legs touch. And we're like, isn't meant that sweet? Be. It's meant to be. If I wrote, and my leg touched her. Yeah. The yeah, crowd goes yeah. horrible. Oh, Jared, what are you doing? Your ah, gross. The hairy leg. Lock him up. Lock him up. He randomly started following me about two months ago on Instagram and always watches my story. This is a good sign. We've shared some casual hellos and lingering glances since then when I stopped by his floor to say hello to my friends. So my question is twofold. One, does watching someone's Instagram stories mean anything more than he has too much time while he's sitting on the toilet taking a dump? 
Two, is there any way for me to make a move here and or should I even bother? I know he's single, but recently broke up with a girlfriend of numerous years that he was living with. Plus, we work together. I go back and forth with this all the time, going from emotionally jerking it to the thought of our potential engagement and then taking my, talking myself out of sliding into his DMs. We'd love your thoughts and advice on where to go from here. Mr. Scopo. Well, I think it's too, he, you just said he got out of a relationship of long, and living together. So that was a serious relationship. Yeah. So you got to think about it. He might not be ready for a relationship. He yeah. might be wanting to go just to fuck. And which is, if you want to fuck, that's great. That's yeah, good yeah, yeah. for you. But if you want a serious thing, this might not be the guy for you right this now. This is, uh, this, it's you tough. might have to slow play. What this. you're saying is absolutely correct. And I agree with completely. Um, because it's tough to go into things with the, and just from the emails we've gotten from women over the years, it just seems like, it's tough for women. I can't speak for women, but I, I, I can say just from the point of view of this email, she's like, I'm emotionally thinking of our engagement. She's joking, mm -hmm. but she does think of like, what could this be? Where could we go? Yeah. And he's not thinking that way. No. He's thinking, when, when I, wanna, I see a girl at work, I want to fuck I that girl at work. I want to fuck so many girls right now. Yeah. I, I want to <laughs> fuck everything and everyone right now. Especially out of a relationship. Yeah. And, and when you get in a relationship, you are the most confident person in the fucking world. I call it relationship confidence mm -hmm. because you've had one girl telling you for uh, however many months or years great. how great you are. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You ain't shit. You ain't shit. Because you get out to the real world and you're like, look at Well, that chick wanted to suck my dick yeah, all the fucking yeah, time. Yeah. So why wouldn't multiple? You, you it's like, no. You're out in the world. You look at the girl looks at you like, oh, she wants to blow me. Of course. She wants to blow me. Come on. Why She's wouldn't looking she want to blow me? She looked in my general direction. Oh, Come on. Oh. And it's like, so you have to think of the mindset where she, from this girl's perspective, she is like, I've emotionally thought of where we could go as someone together, plus with fucking. Mm -hmm. He has only thought of you with... Naked. Naked. Yeah. Never... And it's not you naked after going apple picking. Yeah, it's, new, it's actually you naked actually after having a few drinks. And, and leaving right away. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I know that sounds awful and unromantic, but we have to think of the most primal thing he's thinking of. So... Mm -hmm. Her first question is, does watching someone's Instagram stories mean anything other than he has too much time while taking a dump? It does and it doesn't. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it, like I, I'm watching the Instagram stories of the people I would fuck, but I'm also watching you do it it's, it goes my right, brother's Instagram It goes stories. right after each other. I know. So there's no... So, but also there are people we watch more, but there's no way... We always... The Instagram stories thing is tough because I could literally throw on Instagram stories right now, put my phone down, and it could just run through all of them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stop. So I think a lot of times we put too much into seeing something. Yeah. Watching your Instagram stories is like, because now the whole, I wrote something for Betches. I don't know if we talked about it here afterwards, but I, I, I wrote a little, they were like, why do guys ghost and watch your stories forever? And it's like, we need to stop thinking so highly of watching someone's story. I had a chick actually recently ghost me and then she still watches my stories. Yeah, because like, right, you know whatever. what? We all got fucking, we all want to take our minds off yeah. of the hellscape that is life. So we all want to fucking yeah. watch You're stories just bored and it's mindless. watching TV, but not just on your Instagram the whole time. But then again, it's mindless, but it's not. Following you is not mindless. No, that's a, a strategic plan by his part. So, so I think the follow is more and then watches out of someone that you've had 
one leg touch in a conversation with. Mm-hmm. That is, to me, a buying signal. But you also, she said they also, like, glance at each other and make small talk. So, but that's, to me, that's not, I, we all make that decision when we follow someone, whether when it's a chick, to be like, okay, how creepy is this? Mm-hmm. And is my boner bigger than the creepiness? Because mm-hmm. that's kind of the decision. You're, you're like, this is, there's a lot of times I'll follow someone, I'll be like, this is creepy. Do you ever get the, you follow, but I want to fuck. You follow you know? somebody and they, they don't follow you back. You're like, ah, oh, yeah. God. And then I unfollow because I'm uh, like, oh, okay. Yeah. The but, dance but they, is done. We call it tapping on the window. Yeah. Did Where, she follow him? That's the thing. If she you, definitely followed him. Yeah, you probably did follow him. Uh, I'd say a, a good way to, for her to talk to him sublimity is through a D, uh, his story if she sees something that they relate to that's the way to go boom Here, slide that dm here's what she needs to do she needs to rationalize and also you have to the work thing plays into it we talk a lot about this on the podcast guys will not look at your fairy tale ending beating out the work we are gonna go i gotta make fucking money so i can fuck mm-hmm. we're not so you're i look good to you to fuck me I can take you out places. I can can afford shit. Or future you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you represent someone hot at work that he knows could ruin his work. Mm -hmm. So this all has to be taken into account. So if you want to, if you think this guy's just fucking hot and I want to, and I really want to get off and I like him and I want, and I want to explore that, respond to an Instagram story that he puts up and you go, Hey, I've been there before, or just something, something that, that will get th- conversation going. And then what you need to do is any hangouts need to happen far away from work. So you need to say, I'm, you have to basically have your own field trip that you're saying could involve other people. Mm-hmm. So, like, if the, so it's all steps. You respond to a D- uh, Instagram story. He responds, he, you have a nice conversation. Hey, my friends and I, non-work related, are going to be at A. Mm-hmm. You and some friends should come. And that is taking you from work island to friend island. You want to get far away from work if this ever happens. But understand, he's not looking at your future engagement. I know she's joking, but I'm saying that's not even a joke he would make. No, no this guy's serious. <laughs> the joke he would make is... Um, I hope I can fuck her without her getting me in trouble at work. Yeah, don't hang out with any friends from work too, because that's gonna be a sign. If he if he, he wants this in if secret, if you show up, yeah, yeah, you show up with a girl from work that you you're fr- really good friends with, he could be like, oh fuck, well she's gonna be, she might tell somebody. Here's the, might, I mean the best know? advice I'd ever gotten for hooking up was a friend of mine. He played uh, a friend from a long time back. He he played football and basketball at Ohio State. He's pretty good. That guy's a fucking yeah, athlete. Yeah. That also is a guy who could probably, you probably laid some pipe in his dick. I would assume and he, so. And his advice Gotta was be always, six, six. you never cross the circles. So when you're hooking up, hook up with whoever you want, but don't cross circles. Don't have, if there's any, you know, so if you work people, mm-hmm. go hang out with friend people. So this guy is going to try, anytime you cross the circles, he's going to stay away. You have to think of him like a squirrel. You have to really reel him in and not, you know, not get not, no sudden movements. Yeah. No work friends. Keep it. Yeah. Don't scare the deer. 
Okay, before we get to this next email, let me talk about we are sponsored people. An old sponsor, a new sponsor, a fun sponsor, a sponsor we love, Me Undies. I always thought Me Undies was uh, that really cool underwear brand with the fun, crazy prints, which, listen, I always say, have fun, crazy underwear. I got the banana ones. I took my banana pants ones. off in front of a chick, and she was like, "Loved it." Uh, immediate laugh. And you don't usually not want... Best, you know, not the best time to get a laugh. <laughs> but listen, it is a good time because it adds levity and fun to the hookup. This is airing 9-18, and I got an email. They got some fancy Star Wars prints out there. Fancy Ooh. Star Wars prints, okay? It's Listen, and they're not just great prints, comfortability. It is... I talk about feathering your nuts. I got a pair. They're nice. They are They're nice. unbelievable. It is like... It's like I'm getting compliments over DM all day long. Mm-hmm. I don't even feel like I'm wearing underwear. No, it feels like I'm wearing a bed of feathers. Thank you. My balls have never been happier. Ever in my life. And listen, I love undies because here's the thing you don't think of buying. Underwear. You don't think I need new underwear. And you know what? Everyone's looking at you. If, if someone sees your underwear, they're judging. Mm-hmm. They're judging. So they make it from this magical fabric called Micro Modal. It is great. Three times softer than normal cotton. I couldn't believe how soft these things were. It's the exact fabric you're going to want down there. Ladies, keep your underwear game on point. Go to MeUndies.com and sign up for a brand new monthly membership to make sure your skeevies are always fresh and matching from your bralette to your panties, and they even make matching socks. No more mixing and matchings from your top drawer. We can tell if you're if you're wearing some raggedy thong you want on the bachelorette party two years ago. Stop recycling old underwear. This is what I like about the monthly service is it keeps refreshing your drawer. You you get the new one, you throw out the old one. This is how you get into like some of my underwear I, I that I used to have. I was like, what am I still doing in these? Got holes in them. Throw out the non MeUndies. You're going to keep the MeUndies. Keep the MeUndies. Uh, MeUndies will show a guy that you're beautiful and have your shit together with fresh, new, sexy undies. Try the lace back hipster. I love these mm. ones. Uh, it's like a it's like a cut that lets the bottom of the tush hangs out. It's really uh, ooh, it's sexy. I I love a boy short on a girl. I love the different cuts. I tell you. Boy shorts, nothing sexier than a girl in boy shorts. Nothing. And and these are fun. And you know what girls underrate? We love the relaxed look. Mm-hmm. We like, oh, you're walking around in boy shorts. Oh, this is hot. Oh, God. MeUndies has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You're going to love these underwears. But if you're not into it or he's not into it, just send them back for a full refund. Okay? So listen, MeUndies just launched a brand new membership. You can level up your top drawer with new undies each month. Men- members gain access to exclusive prints that no one else can get. They get special member pricing on every product MeUndies makes. And you can switch styles or skip any month you want. Ladies. Sign up to be a MeUndies member so you never have to worry about having a fresh new pair. When you finally get your match, put your best MeUndies forward. Listen, to get 15% off, here's your free money. This is your free money from Papa JT. 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. Let me repeat. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. And listen, people. You support me undies because you love this show and you need new underwear. Those are three things that we can all put together and become a family. Every time you put on your underwear, you can think of me, Papa JT. 
the Sultan of Swipes, the Prince of Promos. Think of me when you put it on your underwear. MeUndies.com slash JTrain, MeUndies.com slash JTrain, MeUndies.com slash JTrain, 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies, put your best undies forward. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Hey, JTrain and Classic Shelves. I'm a relatively new listener, but I'm definitely a devoted fan now. Jared, you're one of the hardest working comedians, and you keep me entertained throughout the week. Oh, my God, feathered. Uh, keep doing all you do. I appreciate your real guy perspective on navigating through this weird world of dating. I'm a 33-year-old female who's relatively new to Atlanta. I've taken myself off the apps, but before then, I started talking with a guy for about a month before finally deciding to meet up for drinks. I was very upfront about just wanting to be friends as I'm not looking for anything serious right now. He found out that he found that refreshing, she puts in quotes. And we had a very long and fun night that ended with a hookup. P.S. All women need to start putting a finger in the guy's butt during a blowjob if they want to drive them crazy. <laughs> I'm with her. <laughs> so the next I, day. I, I agree too. See? Oh, yeah, I agree. There we go. I, the next day we watched TV and he took me home. Uh, we had discussed hanging out in the future as friends and left it at that. A couple of days passed and we hadn't talked and but just watched each other's Snapchat stories. Then I suddenly realized that he's removed me from Snapchat. I sent a text asking if he recovered from our night with no answer. No surprise there. I'm not particularly bothered by this, but more puzzled as to why. I find it weird and childish way to handle things. Is this a case of him coming and now he thinks more clearly? Thanks for the insight. What do we think about this? This is a... Unsubscribe from Snapchat. Well, first off, you're in Atlanta. Come see the Sweet Buddies on tour. We'll be down there. There we go. Hang out with us. Sweet Buddies Pod. I'm a big fan of her finger in the butt blowjob. Love yeah, it. The, Love well, her. it. It helps. It no 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 finger in the butt blowjob. Totally on board. My thing is with the way she played it. Do you have any issues with what went down? It's. I mean, the guy. It's just. It's hard to say, but he was just done. He kind of yeah, just got off, and he was like, "I'm done." I mean, he didn't handle it right. He sh maybe he should have said it. Maybe he's not into it as much, or but taking off Snapchat is kind of childish. It's childish. Um, I think uh, the way he handled it was bad. I think um, here's my suggestion to her. And listen, this whole thing is a tight wire act. So like. Mm -hmm. I understand. Like, there's no right or wrong answer to this. I think sometimes women will try and be too cool. Like, I I think too oh <laughs> too guy like too like a guy like yeah. oh yeah bro we're just hanging we're out friends. yeah I have a vagina you yeah, can fuck it yeah, but that's about it yeah, yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> yeah doesn't this email sound like you know, to me, it sounds like he might have been think, dating someone else and then kept oh yeah. you on Snapchat and then saw there was an opening for a girl who was like, yeah, we're just friends. Yeah, I think you, the way you played it too much as friends was like, oh, she's just down to fuck. That's all which, she kind of is. Which is totally cool. And kind of to go back to the email before this where it's like the, he will do this mm -hmm. like, you know. Uh, you know, a lot of the women that write in and it, kind of the thing I've understood the most, there are girls that are here to be like, I'm here to fuck. I want to fuck too. Mm -hmm. But then they're like, but I also want you to, you know, kind of be my boyfriend. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like you, if a friend of mine didn't answer my text, I'd be like, oh, they're busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know, this guy's, I, this guy's ghosting. This guy's ghosting for ghosting. sure. But I'm yeah. saying, how does she play it differently? The Snapchat thing is childish. She's been ghosted. It sounds like he might have been seeing someone else at the time, and she was just an, an easy option yeah. for him to hook up. To me, when you come in being like, hey, I'm looking for just friends, mm-hmm. and then you fuck, and then you go, and then he goes, all right, cool. Yeah, you can't really get on him about this. I mean, he should have handled it better. Yeah, but it's but not like, like... you did throw it out there as friends. And I'm maybe maybe the sex wasn't that great. You can maybe that was it. <laughs> I, I I think if, if I I don't even think it's about the sex. I think it's more you give someone an, a guy will if you give a guy enough rope to hang himself, he will hang himself. Mm-hmm. And you can be cool and friendly and fuck on a date without saying these things. You can live in the land of mystery, and the land of mystery is going to give you more of a right to be like, hey. It's weird you fucking unfriended me yeah. on Snapchat after also, we hooked up. Also, guys will know. Like, if a, if you fuck a girl the first date and, you know, two days go by where she doesn't te- you don't text each other, the guy's like, oh, okay, she's cool. She's down she, to fuck. If you text, like, the next day, like, oh, what's up? How you doing? You want to hang out again? You're like, oh, okay, this girl is crazy. Not crazy, but she wants more. Yeah, I, I, I've been, like, thinking this out a lot. Like, the first date, fuck. Like, I think this girl would have been better... I think every girl would be better off first date hand job. It's rough for the guy. It sucks for guys, but like (laughs) we got to find a center ground where guys are being good dates. Uh, You know what though? (laughs) I I, I say no to that because if a a hand job, you got to be in a place where we could do a hand job. And if, if like if you're by, if you could maybe come to your place for a hand, I'd rather you kiss me outside and say, all right, good night. I'd rather that than go up okay. there and expect to fuck. And then, and then you go do your own hand job. Yeah, based do my on own hand job. Yeah. Don't I, bring me up and give me a hand job, which I could do way better than well, you. Well, this is kind of the tight wire of the whole dating thing where it's like guys are on these dates from dating apps because it was very visceral for them. They were like, I see you. I want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds horrible, but I'm just giving you the, the perspective. And girls are going on these dates being like, I see you. I want to fuck you. I also think... You don't look like such a bad guy. You won't murder me. You won't. You, you might take me on a date. You, you, know, you know, like there's like so many more layers that women are looking for, which they're more right about. Mm-hmm. We're looking at it from a perspective that's awful. I want to fuck. So I think, how do we get that I want to fuck out of us and it, without fucking? And it's like, no one has to be inside of me unless, you know, they're going with the finger in the butt, which we all want to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it could be, but I'm saying like the whole inside of you versus outside. Of, you know what I mean? Like we don't emotionally when we fuck, there's we don't get as emotional. Girls are out here being like, hey, I want him to be a good person. I want to make I sure get, I'm with the I right guy. Girls so a hand job most. on the first yeah. day would be like, let me just get this juice out of you. Okay. I'm doing the hand know job that, motion. Know that I'm here to play. I'm here, I'm, I'm here to play. I got but my I chips in. Yeah, but, but I'm not going like, all in yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I also didn't like, you know, I also didn't have some stranger fucking me. Yeah. Like, but now your head is a little more level. It's actually a good idea for the girls' point That's of view. That's what I'm talking about. Because she can also see the dick. See the dick. She's like, a lot of girls like they they're ready to fuck, and the guy's dick doesn't work. This or is it's what not I'm saying. You can see yeah. what they're working with. I, it's I don't know. Test hand- driving the car. Yes. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com here with Chris Scopo at Chris Scopo on Twitter and Instagram let's do this we got a dude email ooh nice ooh yeah a dude email 
I'm a freshman in college. I've been in college for a little over a month now and in a situation and I don't know how to handle it. So we have dorms that are co-ed. They're apartment style. So everyone has their own room with a common area where we all gather. Anyways, I digress. So my, I don't, <laughs> they haven't gotten to digress mm -hmm. at English class yet. Uh, so I met this girl who lives on the same floor as I do. She's an 889. So we have a rating system here on the podcast. Face, mm -hmm. body, personality, 889. She doesn't really know anyone else here, and neither do I. So we start having conversation, exchanging pleasantries while passing in the hallway. We have each other on Snap and talk on there occasionally. Here in the last week or so, we started hanging out with other people that live on our floor, like going to get food and the occasional going out and getting drinks, but never just the two of us. By doing this, I've learned she's been in a few relationships that never really went anywhere. They way, the way they go is the guy usually ends up doing her wrong. I've never really had a real relationship, just the once in a while hookup. So I guess my question is, how do I tell her that I'm into her and want to take her out on a date and treat her right without messing up a friendship or making things awkward? I'm into her and can't tell if she feels the same. How do I go about this? Any advice would be much appreciated. Thanks for the years of entertainment and laughs. Uh, what do we think? I this, love this, this email. It's very innocent. This is it's tricky because this is first month of college. Now, I went to, when I went to college, there was that couple who dated the first month. Sure. And they dated for a few years or whatever. Most times, though, you got to realize that she also wants to have fun. Okay. Yeah, she yeah, wants yeah. to have fun. I don't know if she's like down to do a relationship. And also, you're going to want to have fun later. It's tough to get into that relationship and just... Well, I hear what you're saying. And I, this guy needs a first time before he can have a last time. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I love where he's at right now because he's in college. He met a girl that he's into. He's like, this is my first month. I want to I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna pursue this girl. Yeah, yeah. I want to I see where this could go. I, and she talks about what he needs to do is understand. He writes, um, I want to take her out and date and treat her right without messing up a friendship or making things awkward. You already are, you already are looking to do what... <laughs> what 95% of men are not looking to do. So yeah. you're in a great, you're, you sound like a great guy that every girl should want to get to know. My, my advice to you is that every, it's always going to get awkward. The friendship will always get ruined. I'm sorry to be cynical. It's, it's going to be, it, when you get into the world of hooking up and dating, it's always awkward and it's always going to be tough. So mm -hmm. understand from your perspective, I, I, like I'm jealous of where he is. Freshman year, college, young love. He's into this dream girl. Right now. Yeah, he's Come got on. it all. But he's also so fucking nervous about messing this up. He's got a girl on the. He's got one on the line. He doesn't want to lose it. So I get it. My advice to him is, everything you said is correct. You send her a message that you say, "Hey, let's go and uh, let's go get something to eat sometime." Mm -hmm. And you, and uh, next week. I'm going to be, I have this test or this, this, this class, but I get done at seven. Would love for you to come meet up with me uh, at this place in town. Yeah. Well, there's also so many campus activities you could do because you're fresh. They're yeah. trying to get freshmen involved. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's go to fucking, I don't know, bingo night or whatever it is. Whatever they have there, mm -hmm. let's go me and you one night. And, and what you need to do, and I say this on the podcast all the time, go invite her and especially for these events like he says they're hanging out in groups keep hanging out in groups keep doing that keep in saying what's up to her reach out to one of respond to her uh, snapchat stories show interest 
Don't be afraid of showing interest. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of saying, hey, I want to go out with you. Do you want to go get dinner at this place? And then see if she'll go. You might get turned down. It might not ruin it might ruin the friendship for a week, but it won't ruin it for a lifetime because mm-hmm. you genuinely like this person and you'll figure it out. If but you, if it's you just sh- all gonna feel awkward and tough. If you it's show her you have confidence in going out, she'll like it more. Yes. She'll like it way more than you for two months passively hanging out with her and not asking her out. You gotta make a move yeah. and don't be afraid that that move is gonna fail awfully. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and and all of us, I mean, looking back at my freshman year, I remember um, there was a rush event that you needed a date to go to. And I couldn't, and I didn't know anyone at Penn State. I came from outside of, yeah. out of state. And I remember not going because I didn't couldn't find someone to go with. Or I didn't even know who to ask. And I kept pushing it off, pushing off. And I look back at that, and I'm like, you should have just asked anybody. Yeah. Because it's nice to ask anybody to do anything. So... Just ask. Get yourself in. Dive into awkward because you're going to come out better at the other end. And, you know, everything you said sounds like you want to be nicer. You want to show her a good time. You don't want to be a bad. You don't even have to say that. Just show it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to go get dinner next week. You want to come? Um, and, hey, after dinner, maybe you guys say, you'll, hey, let's go back to the dorm. We'll go hang out in the, the common area. We'll go watch it. You want to watch a movie? I got these. Perfect. Or I, I got these cool YouTube videos I watch. I got. You know, uh, how low will you go every Tuesday on uh, <laughs> on, on uh, Snapchat? So go and what my advice to you is to do and to ask and to enjoy and to, you know, figure and you're going to figure it out. Just, I can't tell you how it's yeah, going to work. Just do it. Don't be afraid to not do it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Chris Scopo at Chris Scopo. On Twitter and Instagram, sweetbuddiespod.com to find out all the dates of their tour slash adventure. Um, let's do some news. We got some time for some news, Shelby? We do. Let's do it. There we go. So this is uh, some pretty pertinent news. Pertinent. You got a lot of thesaurus words mm-hmm. today, Shelby. You I were very do. loquacious today. Yeah. But I digress. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Drake is rumored to be dating an 18-year-old See, model. I saw this and I was like, whoa. And she's an 18-year-old model. 18. She's been modeling runway for years now. See... And and I saw he rented out a whole restaurant, right? I did see that. What yeah. do you think of this? I mean, they met two years ago. Oh, that's creepy. This is like remember when they used to have those like internet clocks of like of like Disney Channel stars? They probably still have them turn it when they turn oh, eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, Hillary Duff was born. I was a big fan. Olsen of. Yeah. twins. The Olsen twins. They had those clocks of when, and it's like, and it was like kind of this like at the time it was like this joke. And now we're like, that's awful. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This is like insane, you know? And it also, like, it was the clock kind of felt like it was for the people their age. But then you think about the internet. Oh, no, and how it's vast for the it 25, 26 year olds. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. for the older fucking creepy weirdos. But the thing I do, we have to stop thinking of celebrities as if they're us. I. I saw a tweet, somebody tweeted out there's a difference between something being against the law and being weird. You know, this this is dating an 18-year-old when you're Drake. He is 31 for the record. So, 
I can't imagine. I'm 33. I can't imagine. No, I think imagine. he's 30, 32. Maybe he's turning 32. I know he's a year older than me, so I hold that. Like, so, I'm better. I, I'm not as good as him because he's a year older than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'll get your Drake fan yeah, next yeah. year. Uh, so, <laughs> Every year I say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just a year away yeah. from Drake. So, I mean, whatever, 31 to 18, I don't know what they could connect on. But I do have this theory that you become... You start maturing the minute you get your first job. Definitely. So I, your I think career like career job. What's that? Like career job or like career job. Yeah. The minute you start having to pay your own bills is when you start maturing. Yeah. Didn't you? When I was playing sports, but like you see athletes who were like twenty two, twenty three, mm. and you're like, these guys. When I was younger, I'd be like, these guys are so fucking. They're adults. They're adults. But now, and, like, and I now see you look Saquon. At, he's twenty one. He's ten years younger than me, and I'm like, this guy's an adult, and I'm not. I looked at uh, Mahomes. The, yeah, he's twenty three. Mahomes, uh, the the quarterback for Kansas City. You look at him, and you're like, that's a baby. Yeah. Look at it. Do you hear the way he talks? Sounds like a twelve. His year old. voice is like kind of high. Like you don't like you don't know. So I. So, like, the idea, but they are dealing with paying bills. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're paying their rent or mortgage. They have so like, kids. Saquon has a kid. Saquon has a kid. So, like, to say that Saquon and I's maturity level <laughs> oh. is, we're maybe in similar maturity level places, even though he's 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dealing with real shit that mm-hmm. at 21 I never dealt with. So, like, this girl who's 18... She's a model, right? She just graduated high school in June and is a model. I, you know, I, I gotta assume she's seen more. Re- we all look at this Dude, like it's us. First of all, she's. I'm not saying this is not weird. It's weird, but she's been a model for a few years now. A runway model. I, she's done coke. So, so that makes you an adult. <laughs> she makes that, you an adult. That, she's done coke. That, well, I guess yeah. she passes the coke scale. Yeah, we're, we're, oh, yeah. We're to judge. At sixteen, she probably does. Like, it helps you be skinny. Okay. I mean, th- this is what happens in the world of non-judgment: is that we become. If if you're not allowed to judge, it has to be against the law. Mm-hmm. So it's like we can sit here and judge Drake. Yeah, Drake, you're a fucking weirdo. You're dating an eighteen-year-old that you met when she was sixteen. Something's off. But. You're Drake. You're Drake. You're Drake. And, you know, like, What's whatever. What's the point of being Drake if you can't do this? In the course of history, this has happened more times than we even want to admit. Look at DiCaprio. Is DiCap- he dating? DiCap- I mean, DiCaprio like, li- literally has a, an app on his phone where he goes, ooh, someone's 18, a model. Let's go. Let's get her. <laughs> You're in. Yeah. I mean, if you Google Seinfeld's history... It was, I mean, he was dating that girl's like 17. And with, now they're married with kids and no one says a, says a word. I think no, they're her. married. Oh, they're not? They, they broke no, up. He, yeah. When she like turned legal pretty much. I mean, I mean I'm not, I'm not saying, Seinf- I'm not like accusing Seinfeld of anything. I'm what just Seinf- saying like that story's weird too. What Seinfeld did with his current wife is stole her from his, her fiance yeah. at a party. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, in the matters of love, like, and especially love and fame, like when Pete and, uh, and Ariana Grande came, mm-hmm. uh, came out as married, people were like, whoa! Yeah, they're not fucking splitting rent with roommates. Yeah. <laughs> I, always, I talked to my friend about that. I go, they're engaged because like, they're just loaded and they just want to have a party. Like it, if they get divorced, it's no big deal. Uh, well, that's very true. Their yeah. divorce pale, like whatever their divorce is, if it ever like happens. If you and I get married to some, someone else, it's a, getting divorced is a big deal. We've, a big deal. We've, we've buttoned the shirt up wrong. Yeah. We have to unbutton the whole fucking yeah. shirt. 
The, for Pete and Ariana, though, also, they can't go out in public. Ariana Grande can't go to Whole Foods. Mm-mm. She can't do anything. So when you're her and you meet someone that gets it a little bit, and Pete, we know Pete, you know him, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. He's a great guy, and like I could see why they would connect. And at that point, you're like, okay, let's lock ourselves away. Yeah, Pete's a homebody, too. Yeah. Pete loves staying home. So it's like, let's, okay. Like, if I'm Ariana, I'm going, this guy can hang. Mm-hmm. He, we're into the same stuff. We're similar ages. Like, yeah, we've been together a month, but like, let's fucking lock this up. Yeah. It's over. So for Drake, he's probably, you know, he had to lock off a whole restaurant, right, to go on a date with this girl once the clock struck, you know, <laughs> midnight. midnight for her being 18. <laughs> but I mean, it's weird. I keep going back and forth because I'm like, I'm like, yeah, Drake, you're fucking weird for doing this. But I also go, Drake lives a weird life. Yeah. So, I don't know. We what don't that know is. their worlds. Like we At don't all. know a Drake we, world. We have no, no idea how the rich and famous live. No, not at all. We have no connection, and that connection becomes less and less every day. Yeah, because they keep making more, and we keep making less. Literally, he <laughs> shut down. I'm going to say a five star restaurant. Yeah, in it, wherever <laughs> it was to take this girl out. We were lucky to get into a five star yeah, restaurant. It's a big difference. We would look. <laughs> we would look at it and be like, okay, we'll get one app. Yeah. We'll split one app. We got another story? We do. Let's do one more. How much time we got? We got time? I love the music. <laughs> We're uh, we going to make this the last thing. Okay. So uh, I know we all hate taking phone calls. Is that safe to say? If someone calls me, they better be calling me from their own casket to let me know they're dead. Scopo thoughts? Uh, yeah, don't ever fucking call me. Unless it's my mom or dad who can't figure out a text message, then well, it's fine. <laughs> the pro- my parents are texting, but then when they want to talk, they'll go, call me. Yeah. And that never sounds like it's just a relaxed call. <laughs> my dad does that. Yeah. Dad just goes, call. Call, yeah. And then you're <laughs> like, okay, you haven't, you might have figured out text, but you haven't figured out the gravity of yeah. a call <laughs> text. Well, by next year, 2019, nearly Half of all calls you receive will be scam calls. Really? Well, that's happening a lot now. It's happening to me now. Scam likely is like the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah, last year. Uh, didn't we all like three years ago put our like? Wasn't there this like big thing where it's like put your, call into this number or text this number to make sure you're on the list to not get? Yeah, that was a bullshit thing. I think that was a. And it's like yeah. we all believe you this. just got on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that put you on the I list. Put to you get on calls. the list, and but it's like we all fucking hear these half truths and go with it. It's like, how are we just fooled every fucking time? Do you remember though, like ten years ago, like we cell phones, like we first started getting cell phones, and mm. you get a call from a random number, you'd be excited, like, oh my god, who the fuck is this right now? Yeah, this, this is exciting. This girl from the subway who yeah. looked at me for half a second. God. What's the fuck? I'm, now she I get a, me. now I get a random call. I go, who the fuck yeah, wants to who call me? Would do this to me. So that's the that's what's going on. It rose three point seven percent last year to twenty nine percent, and it's expected to rise to forty four percent. All next it does year. is make you feel like an idiot. I got a call that that new scam where it's like, we figured out your tax bill. Did mm-hmm. you get that tax one? No. So they'll call you and be like, "Hey, uh, your taxes were fucked up last year. We have a bill that you have to pay for like eight grand. It's always like a random eight thousand." 732 and uh if you don't pay it there's a warrant out for your arrest yeah and i fucking i woke up to that call on like a monday morning 
and I was like hung over and I was like sweating. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to jail. This fucking accountant I'm working with is awful. And then I call the accountant. I'm like, what's going on? He goes, and he's just like, you know, he like kind of like, you could hear him on the other line just being like, dude, the, the government would never call you yeah. to tell you what, what's wrong with you, I'll you idiot. Relate that. I've Have you ever, it's, you get like pop-up ads sort of on your phone, not a lot, but you can just, you know, close that tab if you're on the internet, you know? Yeah. Have you ever gotten the one where it suddenly opens and this is a crazy message. It says, like, a site you have visited Something around it has like child pornography. This is the FBI. <laughs> yeah, I, I, awful. I got that on my computer. Why are we doing this to each but other? Here's well, the thing. I got it on my computer one time, and then I called an FBI office. No, but here's <laughs> you really. I you were like, like, I just want to let you know. I was like, is this real? Is this real? He's like, he's like, no, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, virus. The thing that it says is like, we oh, if you pay this amount, and it's like five hundred dollars, like some. This will go away, but it's not the type of thing that if you swipe oh, so it's it like away, a fake blackmail. It is, and if you, you know, if like you double click the thing, swipe away the Safari, go back, it's still there, and unless you like turn off your phone, <laughs> it's a sticky blackmail. Do, and like as like younger people, we kind of like know if they get the scam, how to get around it. But I know a guy in his early thirties. Sure, I so like a couple years ago, I was working with him, and this same like scam thing I had gotten, and I'd like. What the fuck? This is not how this works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got rid of it. I got to like work like in the morning. He was like kind of flustered and just like, <laughs> I was like, hey, what's going on? And he was like typing something into his phone and holding. And he was like, I just like, I got this. And it says that. And I, of course, I, I don't look at that. And it got it. <laughs> he had gone out and bought one of those Visa prepaid $500 car and was going to enter the thing and i was yeah, like no no, no 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 give me your fucking phone don't well this is this is kind of a result these scam everything's cause and effect so like these scammers are playing off of and and, and i know this sounds crazy <clears throat> they're playing off of the fear we have of being uh internet you know like having the internet uh come against us mm -hmm. so they're playing off they're the the everyone knows that a tweet could take you down. Oh, yeah. So these scammers are like, oh, so people are afraid of a tweet taking them down. I'll accuse them of child pedophilia that will ruin their life. And we know that, that this is all based on well, us policing ourselves. It's worked because they keep doing it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just, you know, catcalling exists because yeah. it helped one dude. Yeah, yeah. Penis pictures exist because one dude, it might have helped them one time. So, I, like, uh, this guy. But I'm saying, like, we. This is all a result of internet, um, like the you know the people with torches from the internet coming to get you, mm -hmm. and it's like if that exists, so does the scam. Oh yeah, and it's like it's scary times. It's the weird times that you you know like I talked about on Coffee with J Train the Norm Macdonald thing, and it's like Norm Macdonald went on a press tour last week for his new show and pissed off every <laughs> single person in the entire world. Like, literally, there's an article that I... I, I, I got to read you the first line of this article. It's so fucking funny because the woman who wrote it is so angry. It's Norm, though. And this is the thing. They don't get Norm it. Norm MacDonald is outside of this world. He speaks, and then, like, the internet... He doesn't... The internet mob, he doesn't even, like, answer to. Yeah. <laughs> so her opening line of this article was so fucking funny... So, 
so she's writing about like how Norm has a new show on Netflix and you can watch it now. I and this is the opening. I honestly can't believe we're talking about Norm Macdonald. This is how she opens her like review. <laughs> We've been talking about him a lot lately in the wake of a baffling, repeatedly offensive press tour that has managed to slight the women stepping forward in the Me Too movement, Hannah Gadsby, the trans community, people forced to have non-consexual sex, people who have consensual sex, and Lena Dunham at the same time staunchly defending Louis C.K. and Roseanne. Look at the amount of things! That he and it's like I, listen, all of those subjects are hot button subject. Lena uh, Dunham, Lena among Dunham them. is hilarious. But over the course of one press tour, Norm Macdonald had so little thought of the internet coming after him that he was like, "Oh, you want to talk about Hannah uh, Gadsby? Yeah, fine. Anna. You want to talk about Lena Dunham? Fine. Yeah. Ah, Roseanne, good friend. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> has no. And it's like it to her in the world we live in now. This is shocking. Yeah. That he would even delve into such subjects with an opinion that didn't match the internet opinion. And it's like nowadays, and with this scam, Mm -hmm. to bring it back to this scam, nowadays we're sitting there being like, what's the thing that's going to take us the fuck down? And it's like... I've this guy that you worked with has never thought of child pornography in his whole entire fucking life, and then he gets one message about it, and he's like, "Oh my god, okay, get the get the prepaid card. Yeah. I, I can't be taken. I, I this can't be on Vulture tomorrow." And it's like, we, you know, I kind of envy Norm's. Just doesn't give a fuck. His, he doesn't DGAF. I don't think does, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't know. About I don't it. think he knows. He, he knows I, about it. Like, but also Norm Macdonald. If you read his jokes to somebody, you'd be like, they would be like, well, that's a horrible thing to say. Mm-hmm. But that's why he's Norm McDonald. He tells it in a way that, and that sounds like bullshit. Like, that sounds like what an asshole says. But, like, go listen, go listen to Norm McDonald's last album where he talks about fighting cancer. Have you guys ever seen that bit? Defeated cancer. It's a whole bit about how people talk about how they fought cancer. Mm-hmm. If you repeated this to someone who's dealt with cancer in their life, they'd go, Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear him do it on stage, you're going, this is, he's a, you know, a genius. This yeah. is unbelievable. So. You have to see, if you want to get offended, go on, go YouTube old Norm clips on like Conan and it's, Letterman. No, there's one that someone fe- sent me recently. It was oh, the, it's the, the, it's the View. the Conan one? Oh, The View? When he goes on The View, and, and this is just shows you the bullshit that's out there. He goes on The View and The View, and it's like during, I guess, Bush just became president. Or, or they were like doing the recount. It was like that whole mm-hmm. era. And... They come on, he comes on, they go, what do you think of this new president? And you could tell the View people are like, talk shit about Bush. Yeah, they hate him. And, and he goes, well, at least he's not a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, they're like, what? <laughs> and he goes, you got to go watch it. And he goes, yeah, I mean, we just had a murderer. And, and then they're like backing away from it so hard because they're yeah, like, yeah. we don't want to accuse anybody. But they literally just set him up to talk shit <laughs> about the for- the current president. And they're like, and then the one that they agree they with, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like, whoa, no, whoa, whoa. no, 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 you can't say that. And then he brings that. up Cosby and he goes, well, Cosby's never had an accuser. Like he, like, he brings up the Cosby accusations. This is like in the 90s. Like, you got to go look a search Norm Macdonald, The View. He's the it's, funniest guy. And it's like, you, you watch that and then you go, Oh, this guy isn't made for this era. Like it's and his show is pretty funny. I watched it the Davis I watched, Bay. I watched that Davis Bay last night. It was funny. So listen, Chris Scobo, thank you for coming on. Thanks Wait. for having me. Man. Oh, oh, that's the end of the news. Oh, that's the end of the news. Sorry. <laughs>
Thank you, Shelby. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Great producer. Go Just follow. Right He's got the great the news. Uh, the crowd loves him. <laughs> the the in-house studio. Yeah, they love him. They love him. Mm-hmm. Chris Scopo, thank you for coming on. Buddy, thanks for having me. At Chris Scopo it. on Twitter and Instagram, sweetbuddiespod.com to see all the tour dates. So go, they're coming to the South, uh, Atlanta Red Clay Festival, Ash, uh, Na- Asheville. Asheville, Virginia, Helium. They're coming up the, up the Eastern Seaboard. So go check them out. I'm Jared Freed. Every Tuesday and Friday, keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. We'll be back next episode. Boom.